Hey, 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 what's up? Welcome back, Winject community, to a fabulous Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern. That's what we do. And you notice that we, we're both in uh, different, uh, well, we have different backgrounds happening right now. Well, you have you have a new studio set up. I, yes, I do. Am in, I'm on vacation. <laughs> yeah, so I'm coming I'm to you live at an undisclosed, undisclosed location. Oh, you're going to be secretive. You don't want anybody showing up. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want anybody. I don't want any visitors. Uh, well, okay, so I'm, what you don't know is we're packing our bags right now and we're headed down after this. <laughs> Crap! I told you where we were. I don't know, where you're, I don't know where you, why you're laughing. <laughs> uh, anyway, I mean we'll be on vacation soon enough. Um, anyway, right. so this week we are talking about story, right? So. Uh, story is something that we talked a lot about on the show. It's something that we talk to our customers a lot uh, about, and it's the whole concept is that story leads everything. Um, your entire brand, your entire marketing, uh, everything you do uh, as a company, it all kind of roots itself in storytelling. And uh, we're going to talk about that today. Uh, I'm going to do like a like some question prompts, and then Zach is just going to. Uh, roll with it because story is his uh, is his big thing. And um, uh, but before we get started, uh, if you want to message us during the show, just chat with us here uh, wherever you're watching Facebook, Instagram, uh, Indeed, not Indeed. Oh my God, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, or uh, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, if you're on Indeed right now, <laughs> if you're on Indeed and you're looking for a job. Um, maybe this will come be some good talking points for your interview. Anyway, but yeah, text yeah. us 843-396-2104. Um, that'll message the community. You can join if you're not a part of the community already. Uh, you get prompts for when this uh, these shows are live, what shows are coming up, and uh, updates for what's going on in the community. And you can also message to see what's going on. But uh, that's how you uh, get in touch with us. You can also hit up winject.com uh, or go to winject.com slash join and uh, become a part of the WinJet community. Um, so without further ado, let's go and get started. So today we're talking, like I said, about story. And uh, one of the things uh, when we were talking about like this show as itself, like in a concept was, you know, do you have a really good story as a brand? Because most, most companies do. Do you have a good story, but are you just crap at communicating? that story to your business, to your customers. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of people are. A lot of people um, make one of the first mistakes out of the gate, and Zach will talk about this, and it's not understanding who the main character of the story is. Um, so I guess let's go ahead and just get started. So um, Zach, you can tell us about the kind of model that we use here, and then uh, let's just get started with character. Yeah, so um, let's, Jason, I got a question for you. Have you yes. ever been to a website? Uh, all the time. And you've read, <laughs> that's something we do uh, on a daily. Um, mm-hmm. If you've been to a website, yep. been reading all, like, all the content they've got available. My mic keeps getting muted. That's weird. I don't know why. <laughs> that was super weird. I thought it was me. I was like, oh. No, it kept, it kept, like, I kept seeing it going, loop, loop. I don't know why. Um, yeah, there weird. you go. So, so um, we've established that, yes, I have been to a website, and yes, I have read content. You've you read the content, 
And at the end of that, you still have zero clue what they do, what they offer, what their actual <laughs> service is. Yeah. Either that's because they use like big industry phrases and words that, you know, most people aren't going to understand. Um, or it could be, uh, I don't know, like uh, just just not clear messaging, not clear text. Um, yeah, or the, the calls to action are garbage. Like you don't know, or, you like you like you're like, oh, this seems really cool. I don't know, but I don't know how to get it. Is it a free trial? Is, am I buying it? Where do I go to do it? Yeah, muddled communication. I've yes, I've experienced that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, what's interesting is a lot of businesses also don't give you a clear way that they actually solve your problem, uh, and we see that constantly. That's a that's a problem that we see uh, most often with our messaging or not with our messaging with some of our clients messaging um mm -hmm. and there's even some big companies that i've seen that i've got on their website and i have zero clue what they actually do um which is sad you know like uh, it's a it, it's a missed opportunity um you're you're not yeah. putting your best foot forward when that happens uh i just got a message that i'm getting uh, an echo or a somebody talking over is that still happening can you guys hear are you hearing everything okay I'm hearing everything just fine. Perfect. I don't know. Um, well, let's move on. So most of the time, most most of these businesses are spending lots and lots of time on building this beautiful, elaborate uh, website, um, but they lack that key factor, that one key factor, which is messaging. Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of times what you see is you go to a website and they end up talking mostly about themselves, uh, yeah. what they've done, their accomplishments, look how great we are, pat us on the back. And there's not anything necessarily wrong with that, but to lead with that uh, is the problem. It's not, a, mm -hmm. it's, not, it's not necessarily a bad thing to have it somewhere on your site. You wanna have some authority uh, in this space and show what you've accomplished. But a lot of times it's forefront awards. Here's what I've done, here's what we've done. This is how great we are, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Most people come on the website don't care about that first thing. They care about one thing, how are you gonna solve their problem? Yeah. What is it you offer that's going to help them? And today yeah. what we're going to go over is a simple framework uh, based off uh, Donald Miller's story brand. That's the thing that we use most of the time when we um, sit down with somebody about their content and putting their content together. We go through the Donald Miller's story brand. Uh, it's something that I used as a marketing director uh, at a previous job. We filtered everything through um, the story brand method. Uh, so, which we'll go through here in a few minutes, but everything is filtered through that framework, social mm -hmm. media posts, blog posts, videos that we did, um, anything went through this exact same framework. We would do all of the outlines and, and then made sure that the messaging all lines up constantly on our website. Everything was run through the filter. We created a landing page. We created an ad. It all went through this filter, um, and this through this framework. Uh, and this is what we use on our personal sites that we build uh, for ourselves, but then also for our clients. When we put together any kind of content, we walk them through this exact, uh, this exact framework. So mm -hmm. what does that framework look like? So the framework, like Jason already kind of teed up at the beginning of this, is based off storytelling. And it's sort of the, the framework sort of looks like this. There's a character, which Jason already mentioned. That character has a problem. Then the character meets a guide who gives them a plan 
then calls them to action to help them avoid failure and end in success. So right. those are the, the different frameworks that we're going to walk through. Jason, what do you think about that? Uh, I think it's super relatable. Um, and, you know, it's, 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 I think an interesting kind of thing is after we finish this show and it'll probably take a couple of shows to, to finish this whole, um, uh, process up, but, um, I think it'd be a fun kind of like, I don't know, game or exercise or whatever for the listeners to sit down and like watch a movie or read a book or watch a TV show and see if they can relate this storytelling process that we're going to talk about see if they can take that and look at those frameworks because it exists everywhere it's like a global kind of thing and it's just it's a really great way to kind of think through it um think through the process um but you know like you'll you'll talk about here in a second as we get started because you you said the first part is there is a character um the biggest thing that people um and businesses forget um is that the customers, everything, and yeah. the business, you might be solving it, the big world's biggest problem, but you are not the hero of your own story, mm-hmm. right? So remember that as a business. You are not the hero of your story. Uh, it's your customer because without yeah. your customer, you have you can have the most amazing product, and it's just going to sit there. Well, so, I think this even relates to uh, podcasters as well. I mean, if you're oh, yeah, 100%. putting together – if you're putting yourself as the hero in that arena as well, most people tune out. Um, they want to know how are you going to solve their problems if it's if it's that type of podcast, or they want to feel like they're along for the ride. And it, like Jason said, this framework, those seven um, elements to this framework, which we'll go over individually here in a few minutes, they're in movies, they're in TV shows, they're in novels, and they're mm-hmm. they're everywhere. Like Jason said. Because it's a, it's a, it tells a compelling story. And your mm-hmm. content has to do that. Um, but most importantly, what you want to do with this is you want to hit on four key human needs: um, survival, safety, relationships, and self-actualization. Um, and as we kind of go through this framework, when when we get to the end, we'll kind of give you a couple examples as we go through. Um, you'll see how it hits those points if you get to the end. Uh, and do this appropriately, you'll see how it, how it all kind of puts together. It's a big old giant puzzle piece, uh, a bunch of puzzle pieces that you're putting together in order to create a great message that you can not only use on your website, but use it through all your branding, all of your social media posts, all of your videos, whatever you do, you already have this framework that you've already laid out that you can follow along with to create some really good, strong content um, mm-hmm. and, and put that out. Really quick, Jason. What are you drinking? What you got today? I just got my my, my clear, my old old fella here, Pellegrino. I have the uh, Lacroix, the tall one. I have a, a, I have a I call it a Lacroix tall boy. Tall boy. All right. No more PBR for you. It's going straight to Lacroix. Yeah, it's a <laughs> pineapple strawberry PBR. Yeah. Uh, I call this Pelly for my belly. That's right. Um, Please move on. I can't. <laughs> all right so let's kind of break this down jason mentioned at the very beginning of this and he's already mentioned we already said it a couple of times it starts with a character mm-hmm. all right so that character is your customer 
your business is never the main character. It just isn't. Um, you may feel like that because you're in the business. You're operating in the business as yourself. So it makes you feel like, no, I'm hero. I'm the main character. And these are just supporting roles in the story. No. See, the thing is, is um, if the, if your business is the main character, it's li likely to disconnect with any of your prospective mm -hmm. clients. Um, and people will often feel like there's this competing hero, if you will, in the story, them versus you. And now you guys are competing with each other. Take the back seat. Be the guide, which we'll get to in a few minutes. But you're the guide. They're always the hero. And anything mm -hmm. that you put out, any kind of content, make sure that they feel like they're the hero. Um, because the, the, the main thing here is that everybody wants, I mean, raise your hand. Who wants to be a hero? Jason, you want to be a hero? I feel like I'm a hero. My kids think I'm a hero. No, you don't think, wow. You got to work on that, brother. Um, you got to, you're the hero. You know what, Jason? You are a hero. You're a hero to me. Okay, means a lot. Um, yeah, everybody wants to be a hero. So what you want to do is make sure you position the customer as the hero in the story. And that's yeah. the story that you're creating is your messaging. Once again, you will use across your website, across any marketing material, across mm -hmm. the whole spectrum, anything you put out. You want to make sure that you're positioning them as a hero, not you. So what does the hero really want? This is where we're going to tap into that survival. And I don't mean like literally survival, like stranded on an island, stranded in a desert, plane crash, boat crash, and now they've got to survive. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, but there's needs to be some sort of survival uh, in, in, in their business or what, whatever they're trying to solve. So those examples could be that they're trying to conserve time or resources, or they're trying to build a social network. Uh, they're trying to accumulate resources and try to get or try to give some of that those resources once they accumulate some of it, try to give some of it away. Um, or just to find out some sort of meaning in their life. So there's a sense of survival that they want. And most mm -hmm. of you, I always think back on um, the Batman origin story, like when the, the first Dark Knight came out and you see Christian Bale going and venturing off to find out who he is and you know, he goes out into, uh, was it China? No, it wasn't China. Where was it? Oh, man, where is it? Yeah. Where it? Was it China? I think so. Yeah. And he was... climbed that massive mountain and became a ninja. Um, yes, yeah, it's somewhere it's, in Asia. Yeah, so there's this, he's tapping into the survival thing, right? He's trying to find out the sort of meaning for, the, for his life. That's the sort of thing that's happening with your your prospective clients. So you want to ensure that the, the, um, by doing this, you're ensuring that the attention uh, of the potential customer or potential client, potential, uh, you can get there, buddy. You can get, you're a hero. You got this. Potential uh, listener to your podcast to hear your message. I'm stumbling over my words. Sorry about that. Um, so the character, that's who is your customer, is potential customer. That is your client. Um, that is your main character in the story. Now that character comes along and they have a problem. Yeah. Dun, dun. And then that's where we meet the villain. Every good story has a villain, right? I mean, you got, give me some, some good classic um, villains, Dr. Evil. Um, you, if I'm the hero, you're my villain. 
Yikes. All right. <laughs> that's stung a little bit because that's a good time. We're going there. All right. Yeah. Uh, no, so every good story has a villain. Now, in this case, we're not literally meaning there's an actual person um, <laughs> trying to blow up the bridge as you try to go over it. Um, it's not a literal villain, but this problem that they have personifies a lot of the characteristics of an actual villain. Right. Um, so there's three things that that villain sort of does. So the villain, uh, well, not does, but what you need to understand is that when you think about it in this case, uh, when we are introducing a villain into this story that we're trying to say for your, your messaging, the villain uh, should be a root source, right? Not not a feeling. Does that make sense? Yes. Like it, it needs to be a root source, not a feeling. So for example, um, frustration. Frustration is not a, a villain, right? However, let's say an outdated time consuming process to do something can make you feel frustrated, which mm -hmm. most certainly can be your villain, right? It can be that right. problem that you have. The villain also must be relatable and singular. You can't try to squeeze too many different villains into it. Um, so when you're writing your message, when you're talking to your um, potential client or your potential customer, it's visiting your website, interacting with your message, don't try to cram a bunch of things that they're feeling. Try to hit on maybe the main thing that you feel like um, is, is, is causing these, these, these potential clients problems. So for example, Jason and I, um, one of the main points that we try to hit on is uh, to build, when you go to build a website, it's not your thing, right? It's not your strong suit. You don't know what you're doing. Plus, yeah. you feel like you're tied to something that you're now having to research and do a bunch of things to try to figure out how to build your website. So our messaging is get back to doing what you love to do most, right? You love running your business. That's what you love to do. We don't love building websites. That's what we like to do. So let yeah. us build a site for you so you can get back to doing what you love to do most, right? So you see how they were talking to them specifically of saying the villain is, is you don't have time to do this. You don't know yeah. how to do it. You're not, you're not well versed in this like we are. Um, just like I don't, I don't know how to, to build a car from the ground up. I just don't know how to do that. So I'm not going to go and try to do that. It would take me forever. Um, whereas like my dad could just look one up, you know, not a problem. But so you won't, you don't want to cram a bunch of different things into that messaging, that problem, because now you have too many villains that they're having to fight. And now your messaging is, is muddy. It's not clear. It lacks clarity once you try to cram too many of those uh, villains into the story. Yeah. But, you know, I think the biggest thing, the big takeaway for the whole beginning of this storytelling model is that there's a character and they have a problem far too often and you zach you and i just talked about this you found some video communication tool the other day and uh you sent it to me and you're like hey it looks cool i don't know really i don't know what problem it's trying to solve um uh, which is a which is a great point um because it's like you could you could have the coolest story to tell you could have the coolest brand uh, you could have the coolest podcast out there but what problem are you solving is the problem right, you're exactly. solving is people not knowing about this thing 
And so you're bringing light to this is the problem that you're solving is uh, there's no there's no body telling the story of people with your interests, you know, like there's got to be a reason for your audience, your customer, uh, your character. There's got to be a reason for them to want to latch onto you. And it's got to it's got to be solving some type of problem. And a lot of times businesses don't touch on the problem. They're like, yeah. hey, we've got this thing. We've got this. And we're going to talk about this. And we're going to do this. And we're going to give gonna, me your money. Yeah, we're going to give you all of these features. Yeah. But there's no there's no problem that it's solving at the, at the beginning. Um, and even if the problem is small, you still need to talk about it. Otherwise, right. it's like, what's the point? And it also needs to be a real problem. It's not something that you just need to mm -hmm. fabricate a problem. Like you need to, if, if you're creating a business, you're creating, most of the time you're creating a business because you see where there is a problem that needs to be solved. Most people don't just go into business to say, eh, that sounds like a good idea to do it. Most of the time it is solving some sort of problem, some sort of issue. And you know that, you know that already. So why not go ahead and, and make it a real thing? Know what your customers want. Um, and so the next thing you want to look at with, with this problem, there's, there's three categories that these, uh, fall into, right? So mm -hmm. you have, uh, an external problem, an internal problem, and then you have what's called a philosophical problem. So that, mm -hmm. that external problem is a, a real world problem. So for example, um, you need to oh, be a second. Yourself. We got a comment, uh, oh. from Anne. She says, sometimes we can be our own villain without knowing. Ooh, that's just deep. Hey, that's Anne's just, back. Just... Hey, Anne's, Anne's back. Welcome yeah. back. I saw you commented last week. Anne's back. That, mean, that means back we, we're, doing we're doing something good. Thanks, Thanks yeah. Anne. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that we end up being our villain, our own villain, because, to your point, we are working against ourselves with our messaging. Mm -hmm. uh, and we don't, yeah. we're getting these these leads that are just maybe just crap leads because our messaging is bad and yeah. you're spending a lot more time on the phone trying to uh, convince the client or trying to answer a bunch of questions which wastes your sales time your your time it wastes all kinds of people's uh, time um so yeah i um yeah so let's get back to the external so you have the external problem which is a real world problem um okay. so you need to that's for example, you need to meet a sales quota at the end of the month. That's the external problem. The internal problem is, do I, uh, do I have what it takes? There's this inner, inner struggle of, I don't know if I can do this. I'm not capable of this, doing this. I don't know if I have the resources to do this. I don't know if I have the, the drive to do it. I don't know. Um, and then philosophical uh, is dealing with justice fairness good versus evil that's where how this would work so let's let's do a um let's do uh an, an example here jason so let's say you have a sales tool that for salespeople to uh for better conversation with prospects right so it's mm -hmm. a way to gather information or whatever it is your, your sales tool is that will help them um in their conversations with prospective uh, clients. So okay. the villain here is 
hours of uh, prospect research that doesn't give you any information that we need, right? So if, if you're spending hours and hours and hours uh, doing research on a potential client that is wasting your time that you could be preparing in a different way, that's this would the sales tool that you that you have created here uh, is uh, the villain there is the opposite of that, right? So hours of prospective research that is going to waste because it's taking a lot, a lot of time. So your external problem that they're probably uh, wrestling with is they also need to hit their sales quota. But if they're spending all this time researching on one client, it takes hours to find the, the information they need for one client. The likelihood of them hitting that sales quota at the end of the month is very, very low. So they need to have something that's quick. The internal uh, conflict that's happening here is confused on where to find information and fearful of failure. So their fear is failing and not hitting that quota, that, that external uh, consequence or struggle that they're going through. And then they're confused about how to find that information, where to find it. And then finally, the philosophical thing that would be uh, in this scenario would be it shouldn't take hours to find out five things they need to know uh, going into a sales conversation. They need to be able to pull that stuff up quick, have it ready right. to go, get on the call, and everything goes smooth. So we talked about the character, how the character has a problem. You so what happens next? Yeah, I was going to say, so what happens next? So I've we've got the character the customer uh we've realized that they have a problem so there there's a villain in front of them so what happens what happens next in this story that we're telling for each client uh so the the next thing that happens is the character meets a guide so think mm -hmm. of like i think in um in the book story brand i think he uses um uh luke skywalker meets uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and he's his guide who helps him discover his um, his power in the force, right? So this is you swooping in and you're like the Obi-Wan Kenobi and you have Luke Skywalker who's waiting to, to meet the guide, right? They're the hero in the story. Yeah. But in fact, you know, well, I'm going to be there. Uh, the character is looking for two characteristics in any guide. So when you're writing your content, there's two things that you need to make sure you're hitting. Uh, yeah, that you're empathetic, you have some empathy, and you have some authority. So the empathy is not being, uh, that word can also oftentimes look like as a weakness. So I want to make sure that we define that in a way that um, is not in that category. So empathy is basically just a deep understanding uh, of mm -hmm. what they're going through. And, and then you have this like uh, this eagerness to uh, to help. Right. right. Um, so it's not necessarily weakness. It's more of like, I know what you're going through. I've been there too. And that's something that me and Jason have communicated with our clients. It's like, listen, we run a small business as well. So we totally understand you're not having a whole lot of time. We totally yeah. understand it. We deal with that. And there's a lot of things in our business that we're not good at that we spend a whole lot of time on when it's not our, the, the thing that, uh, is the most effective for us. Right. So, yeah. Um, then you want to make sure you show that eagerness to help. That's where that empathy mm -hmm. comes. Then the next thing, remember when I talked about um, leading in with your accolades and the things that you've accomplished and how great you are? This is where you're going to talk about your authority, right? So you do want to have some sort of authority. 
just don't lead into that, right? So you want to talk about the problems first and kind of get them into the zone of like, yes, that's me. I am exactly the person you're describing uh, through this material that you're, the messaging you're, you're trying to communicate. I agree. Oh, you have authority in this space. Yeah. Oh, I feel like this, this guide really gets me. And not only just that, but they have the confidence. Uh, oh, there's Neen. Hey, Neen. Yo. Good to see you back, Neen. Um, remember, guys, if you have any comments, questions, anything that we're talking about today, drop them in the post wherever you're watching this. Uh, drop a comment in, in the, the box below. We're going to see those, and we uh, will answer any questions that come up today, uh, any of that today. So drop those in there um, as, as things come up. So authority. So you want to show that you're competent. Show that you've helped others down this path. You yeah. haven't helped anybody on that path. Most people aren't going to pay attention to you because they don't see you as an authority in that space. So you've got the character, you've got the problem. Now they've met a guide. The next comes the the guide gives the character a plan, who gives them a plan. And this is essentially you can break this, this plan up into two parts. So you have two different plans that you're looking at at the same time here. You have what's called a process plan. And then you have what's called an agreement plan. So the process plan is basically the steps the character needs to take in order to do business with the guide. In order to link arms with the guide, you need to have a process plan. And that needs to be really simple. And it doesn't need to be a million steps. So that plan could look like this. They have to schedule an appointment. You meet with that, that, um, that character. And then you create a custom plan and then they go and execute and execute the plan. And then you help them review some KPIs um, in order to make sure that they're executing the plan properly to guide them down to success, right? So they have all these internal struggles. You wanna make sure that they're getting where you want them to go. You're guiding them down the path. Um, so businesses often make this simple process plan very confusing very difficult uh to get started you've seen those forms where it's just an endless amount of just information you got to put in uh i personally when i see that about i'm like nope this is or i have to go through multiple steps in order to get there if there's legal stuff that has to take place maybe not if you don't have to leave with it up front put it to the side after they've given you some basic information, then take care of it after you've got their attention. You want to make it clear and you want to make it simple and you want to make it easy to understand. Um, that's what you want to do. Uh, and most businesses miss this part. And I think this is very, very important. Um, so one of the things I want you people listening to this take away from this is to make sure that you have a, a very, very simple very easy to follow, very, very easy to understand process to do business with you. Because mm -hmm. that's the goal, right? You want you need, you need want their business. So if you make it difficult and a lot of hoops they have to jump through, the likelihood of them jumping through those hoops and getting to the end zone where you want to get on a call with them drops dramatically. Mm -hmm. So make it simple, make it clear, make it easy to understand. And then you have the agreement plan. So here's just a, it's just basically a service level agreement um, but it needs to be very simple. So here's where you want to list out maybe three to five things that you're going to guarantee will happen by choosing you as the guide. So 
you have your process plan, making sure that it's easy to follow on how to get on board, then you want to make an agreement plan of here's what you're going to get out of it. Here's what I promised as a guide. Here's where I guarantee will happen at the end of it. Um, so we've gone through the character, their problem, they meet the guide. Uh, you've given them a, um, who gives them a plan. Uh, what do you think is next, Jason? Do you know? Um, let's see. We've got our character. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be some type of call to action based on that plan. Yeah, you need to have a call to action. Oh, you know what would be fun, Jason? Hmm. Uh, comment below your favorite guide and student combo from a movie. Your your favorite character and guide from any movie. That would be kind of fun to see. I'd like to see that. So if you're watching this, drop your favorite um, – guide and student combo not i don't want to say student maybe a guide and uh hero story um combo that you like from any movie any story like that so that'd be awesome uh, i'd like to see those yes jason's right you want to call them to action so they have that guide and they have that plan now you want to call them to action because uh, if they don't take action you want to challenge them to take action because if they don't take action there's no change. Nothing happens. They're just dead in the water. Nothing ever changes. And these are broken into two categories, direct CTA, direct call to action, and a transitional CTA. So let's take a look at the first one, which is direct calls to action. So these are really simple. Jason, do you know, can you give me an example of a direct call to action? Uh, buy now, call now, schedule a call, sign up, get a free trial things like that yeah um yeah i think uh yeah any of those that are just actionable that are direct like that um mm -hmm. that's exactly what it is you want to make it very very simple um and hit those call to actions that are very very basic and easy and obvious when you see buy now you know what to do right you know when you see call today you know what to yeah. do and this is going to be typically on your website and other marketing material. So it's not just, uh, you can use this throughout. Um, yeah, so um, the transactional or transitional call to action uh, is more educational content, uh, sometimes in exchange for information, right? So you want to think of- It's kind of like, more like a, like a learn more, watch yeah, the videos, educate yourself. Right, or a blog, or, or doing a, a scheduling for a webinar to educate them a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And by doing that that type of transitional call to action, you're giving yourself another opportunity to present yourself as a worthy guide to follow. And then yeah. you're also giving them um, the opportunity to feel more comfortable uh, with your more direct CTAs. So if they feel like you're that authority in the space, or you proven yourself as a loyal person or a worthy person to follow that you know what you're talking about, you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. When they see buy now, they see call now, they see any of those direct CTAs, they're more likely to interact with that because you've given them something to feel mm -hmm. comfortable with, right? Um, I, I always think of like um, reviews are a really good one. That is a is something that gets often 
uh, overlooked on websites. Um, and I think that that's a misstep because I personally read reviews. I just bought a lamp for my office and I looked at reviews. Uh, I'm looking at uh, charging stations for my watch, my phone, and my AirPods. And I read the reviews uh, beforehand because I, even if it's like spending 20 bucks on something like that, I still want to know. I want to make sure that I am buying something that has some value. So that's another that's a trans uh, transitional call to action that you're giving them an opportunity to feel more comfortable with you, your product, your services, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we're getting actually pretty close to the end here. Um, so you, you get the, you let's go, Jason, can you recap what we've kind of the main point so that we got the character yeah so we have uh the character who is the business right uh that uh has a problem so they're they're you're meeting that villain along the road uh and then you meet a guide just like uh uh virgil traveling through the seven (laughs) stages of hell you have a guide to, to to walk you through it um and um that guide then gives you a plan and then calls and and then calls you to action um and so we've taken you through uh defining who your hero is who your villain is understanding what that story is starting at and then we're giving you the framework to to make things happen and then now we're like sitting on the precipice yeah now we're sitting on what's what's going to happen with this hero uh, what's, right. where, where are they going to fall? They're going to fall on failure. They're going to fall on success. Now your natural tendency is to go, well, let's just go straight to success. Everybody wants a happy ending, but you still need to talk about how they can avoid failure. Right. Yeah. You still want to talk about that. However, what I don't want you to do is go into this fear mongering, um, mentality. I hate that. Uh, if you don't do this, this is going to happen to you. And how dare you, like, how dare you not do that? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's, if you go with the fear mongering uh, approach, it's going to backfire. Most people will back off. However, you need to tell a story that has stakes. If there's no stakes and I'm not talking about red meat. Um, if, if uh, our team just put someone on Slack, just new laugh. Um, if there's no stakes involved, uh, the story is forgettable. Mm-hmm. No one will pay attention. So an example of that is salt, right? You put too little salt in your on your food, it's bland, right? You don't season it, it's bland. Yeah. Uh, if it's too much, it gets ruined. I don't. I, me and Perry were just talking about my wife. We were just talking about not too long ago. We went to this restaurant, uh, this Mexican restaurant that we really love. And we're eating the same food that we were eating the last time we were there. We just ordered the tendency we do at most restaurants to get the same thing, right? Um, and we went back to a time where we ate the food and it was so salty. Like I'm talking like I felt like I was eating a salt lick. And I was like, like I'm eating I'm like, like, the, like they're seasoning the food in the kitchen and like the lid falls <laughs> off. And then they just like mix like, it oh, well. Uh And I, I, I'm eating it and I look at my wife and I'm just like, mm-hmm. is your food just incredibly salty? And she's like, yes. And we had two different dishes. Like they weren't even in the same ballpark of what they were. And they were both just extremely salty. Um, so too little, it's bland. Too much, it's ruined. We have a comment. What does that say? Uh, um, Neen says, I hate feeling pressured and then having buyer's remorse. 
yeah, you get, uh, what is it, um, FOMO, fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I hate that. It drives me nuts. And uh, most people are like me, me and Jason, who hate that as well. Um, so you want to make sure that you are still talking about the stakes that are involved. You want to remind them of those external, those internal, those philosophical problems that you've already detailed out already and how they need to avoid or solve those problems. So don't avoid it, but just don't talk about it too much. You want to kind of hit that sweet spot. Too little, bland. Too much, it's ruined. Um, Mm -hmm. So you want to remind them of those states, but just don't overdo it. Um, And here's where we come to uh, how the, the hero will end in success. We've kind of gone through the whole storyboard now, or story brand now. Now we're getting to the very end. This is typically, there are three types of endings that you would see. And remember what I told you guys at the beginning of this, the um, the three things that uh, every hero is wanting to, when you want to hit on the survival, um, the survival points, right? Uh, what every... He, key human need is right survival safety relationship and self-actualization so this is where everything comes back together full circle here uh and that's typically in three types of endings so one is win position or win uh, uh power right to gain power or position um, in whatever tribe you're in so people want to be well regarded in the tribe that they're in in their industry in the, the circles that they're in they want to feel as if they have a the power of um, position, power, uh, power in the. They want to feel respected, basically. That's that uh, moment. I think Jason's frozen. Maybe it's just me. Oh no, he is frozen. Um, the second thing we'll just keep rolling. So the second thing is the union. Uh, the second type of ending is the union that makes the hero whole. So a lot of times you'll see this done with being in good relationship with uh, with others. A good example of this, and we I mentioned this, this is exactly what me and Jason do, even with our own stuff, is uh, to spend more time with your family or uh, other loved ones that you you want to spend more time with. So we talk about that all the time. Um, getting back, getting the ability to spend more time with the people you love, and or doing what you love. Uh, can also be a, a happy ending as well there, the, the measure of success. Um, let's see, Anne says, this information will help me a lot with my business. It's a shop, but I want to take it to the, to the online world. Exactly, Anne. This is exactly the things that you should be looking at and reviewing constantly, right? Uh, take a step back, read it again. Oh, so we've got Jason back. All right. Anybody that's uh, taking tallies, um, we are... <laughs> No, going no, no, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> um, this is exigent yeah, so, circumstances. So, yeah, so I was just saying that one good ending is to be in good relationship with others, right? We do this with uh, get back to what you love to do. Get back spending time with the people you want to spend time with instead of sitting behind your computer doing something that you don't know how to do. Get back to doing what you want to do and spend time with people you want to spend time with. The last one, we have reached the last type of ending you can have, and this is the self-realization or self-acceptance. 
Remember those, those things we talked about, the self-actualization that I talked about at the beginning? Here's where you can measure that success. And that example would be they really did have what it takes all along to, to do whatever the, the problem was at the beginning, whatever those exter ex external, internal philosophical problems were when they came to you. Mm. You've made them feel empowered that they know how to solve it. Uh, it's like when Luke Skywalker realizes he has the force within him the whole time that Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda have been telling him the whole time of saying, you, you are the, you are the main Jedi here. You are the main. Yeah, exactly. When he realizes it, everything changes, right? The whole story changes and he goes and dominates and we see all these movies that are just incredible. Um, so he had the power the entire time. That's how you want to make your customer feel. You're gonna make them feel that they have power. You're gonna make them feel that they have time back to spend mm -hmm. with whoever they they want to spend time with, or do whatever they want to to be doing instead. And you want to make sure that they feel uh, like they had it all along. They know how to do it. They have the power and they can do it. Um, that is the whole story, Brand. Okay, we got another comment from Anne. Sometimes when starting a business, we need to do a lot of things ourselves. But I'm learning that it doesn't have to be like that this forever. Absolutely not. Jason and I learned that as well. We we understand what it takes to have a small business. We have a team now, shout out to Bree, uh, who does a lot for us. And we have taken our hands off of things. And we realize the importance of doing this, that you can get back to doing what you want to do. And we have um, uh, second... Um, services outside of our company that we utilize on a regular basis because we know we can't just continue to go down that route to, to, um, to thrive. Yeah. So like f for us, this is stuff that Zach and I talk a lot, of, talk about a lot is like hustling and, uh, you know, we hustled a lot for years, uh, while we had our full-time jobs trying to build oh, this business. Yeah and uh you know like nights weekends super early mornings um and you know you sacrifice you sacrifice certain things but it's all with a goal in mind um and it's really just about hustling to try and make that dream make that dream happen and um you know if you want it to happen it, it you know you can make it happen and uh but yeah to your point and it won't be like that forever so no, and, and also, and this is not on topic with story brand and messaging. I think I just want to piggyback off of what um, you just said, Jason. You don't have to sacrifice everything in order to accomplish what you want to accomplish and, and complete your goals. I think there's a misconception that happens where we feel like we need to push and push and push. Um, I think in sacrifice, time with others, vacations, all of that stuff, uh, taking care of yourself with exercise, with nutrition, you don't have to give all that up. You can take your time, slow down, get through it. It's still hustling. It's still hustling. You're still hustling, even if you don't sacrifice that. And, that, and I think that I hate that messaging that's happened now. Um, you're welcome, man. The only reason I'm saying this is because we we felt that pressure as well. Um, that we have felt this exact same thing you were expressing, and this is something that me and Jason are in the works of 
starting to create um, our own podcast and our own content around this exact message. Um, you don't have to give it all up. You don't have to, like I said, you don't have to sacrifice your vacation time, your take care of yourself, time with family. You don't have to give up all your weekends. You don't have to stay up uh, long hours at night. We did those things. And sometimes you have to sacrifice a little bit, but there's this mentality that you need to push as hard as you can, or if you don't, somebody's going to run over you and take it from you. There's plenty of, there's plenty of um, business out there. Right. And you can, you can still be successful. And me and Jason are, um, are living proof of that. We're Jason's on vacation with his family now. Um, and he's not having to sacrifice a bunch of things to, to, to be where he's at. So anyways, I will end it with that. And Jason has his hands frozen like this. So that's a perfect way to end this. Uh, Carolyn, I think that's perfect. Um, guys, thank you guys for tuning in. We loved hearing from some of the comments today. Uh, we're going to uh, hopefully talk more about this brand messaging in the future. We want you guys to join our community. Text 843-396-2104 to become part of the community. You can also go to winject.com and sign up there. We have stuff for podcast listeners and podcast creators. Uh, so there's tons of information over there. Make sure you check it out. Also, shout out to Jason and I who built the website. Oh, Jason's back again. Um, just wrapping up, Jason. Um, yeah, so tune in next week. We're going to continue this conversation that we have going on uh, week after week. And we love to hear from you guys. So make sure you're here so you can comment, ask questions. And thanks for commenting today. Neen, shout out to you as well. We appreciate everything that you guys are, are uh, joining us and in being part of the, the conversation we're having. So have a great week. This broadcast is brought to you by Winject Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there.